0: Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Irrepressible. I am Erica Ashley. The episode that I have for you this week came about because I'm getting ready to travel. And it's been a while since I have traveled, as I think many of us feel the same way. However, for me, it's a little bit different. And there are some big lessons I've learned around life, around what I'm going to share with you today, because we hear a lot about work-life balance, but what does that actually mean? What does it actually look like? And how do you actually implement it? I absolutely was not living that pre-pandemic. With quarantine, I re-evaluated a lot of my life, and how things were going, and what I was doing, and did I like things, and what could I do better, and what did I want more of, and what did I want less of? And with that, I really had a chance to look back on how I had been living and decide what was working for me and what wasn't. And I think a lot of us did that. I have many friends who decided they didn't want to live where they were living anymore. They weren't in the right relationship. They switched careers so many people finally had a chance to slow down and think about what they were actually doing on a day-to-day basis instead of just being on autopilot. And I was definitely on autopilot before COVID. And one of the things that I realized last year was how many sacrifices I had made because of work, because of trying to accomplish goals and get to places that I wanted to get to. And I started asking myself if that had been beneficial to me. And I try to not look at life with a regretful mindset. I don't think it's productive, but I do regret some things and ways that I approached life and living life in the past. With those being regrets, I think now they've become lessons. And now that I've had the time to sit and think about them, I'm really aware when certain situations come up, how I want to respond to them now. And traveling is a big one for me because, and I'm not really sure where Like, who planted the seed in my head? I don't know if it was me just telling myself this or if I heard it from someone, but I know it was reinforced by people around me. So basically, I had this mindset of if I leave to travel, I will miss opportunities that will further me in the career that I want to be on and get into, and all of those things. And so I didn't want to travel. I was so focused on hitting goal after goal after goal that I denied a lot of opportunities. I said no to birthdays, weddings, barbecues. I said no to a trip to Zion, to Yosemite. I said no to New York twice. And the one that gets me is I said no To Paris Fashion Week. I think the only two people in the world who have said no to Paris Fashion Week are me and Lauren Conrad. And it's ridiculous. I regret that. I have a really big regret when I think about the fact that I was so worried about missing an opportunity, I missed the opportunity to go to Paris Fashion Week, which there will be more opportunities. I know I'll be able to go again, but in when I look back, the time period that was Paris Fashion Week, nothing happened for me. It was a lose-lose situation for me because I didn't gain anything in work and I didn't get to go to Paris. I didn't choose to go to Paris. And last year, when we had all this time, I started really thinking like, wow, that I haven't been living, I have been working and I love working. Like I have just a hard working mentality. I like being busy with work. I like doing work. I like being creative. Those things I do enjoy, but I was burning myself into the ground with not allowing balance in my life. And I'm not saying like, like for me, I knew a nine to five job, was not the career path that fit me and my personality and how I wanted to live my life. And it's a little ironic because when you have a 9 to 5, you know when you start, you know when you end, you have evenings off, all of that. I work 24-7 now. I work way more than I would if I had a 9 to 5 job. And I'm okay with that. That's what I have chosen and that's what I wanted to choose, but. I wasn't choosing to have fun experiences. I had this mindset that unless I was accomplishing things and hitting my goals, I didn't deserve to have fun. I didn't deserve to get to go to Paris. I didn't deserve to go to people's birthdays and weddings. I feel sad for myself, like past me, that that's how I felt. And I hope. Nobody else feels like that, but I think people do. I think we do. I think a lot of times it's, oh, you didn't accomplish this, so you didn't earn a vacation. You didn't earn this trip. You didn't deserve or earn a new pair of shoes, a designer bag, whatever it is. And I have really done a lot of work to let go of that mentality because I realized, It doesn't serve me. It doesn't serve any of us to live thinking we don't get to have fun and enjoy life unless we have lived up to accomplishments that maybe we're the only one who knows about. Like I had goals in my head that nobody else knew and I was essentially punishing myself for not having hit certain goals yet. And in doing so, I was also punishing myself by not allowing myself to enjoy my life. And it became like a, I want, I don't want to say it's toxic, but it wasn't healthy. And I didn't realize that was happening until quarantine when I had a second to sit down and be like, what the heck? I missed out on a lot of really cool experiences. And I was listening to an interview with Emma Greed the other day. And Emma is the co-founder and ceo of good american with chloe kardashian and she's also a founding partner in skims and anyone who knows me knows i'm obsessed with skims i love the kardashians say whatever you want about them but their work mentality their business mentality their marketing skills are next level um if you study them and how they've built businesses they are incredible business women and I tried to find as much information as I can about them as possible because they're clearly doing things right. You know, they have empires like massive empires. And so I was listening to this interview with Emma and the girl she was talking to said, if somebody is interested in working or applying to work for skims or good American and, and where can they apply? And, and what do you look for in an employee? And what she said was really interesting to me. She said, you know, I had a girl come in this morning for an interview and I asked her what she was looking for in a job. And she said she really wanted to find work-life balance. And she said, immediately I knew she was not the girl for this job. I'm all for work-life balance, but when you are trying to Break into something or really start a career or disrupt a system, whatever. There is an amount of work and effort that goes into that that you can't say, Oh, hold on, I'm taking a self care day. And it really just made me stop and think for a second of what is work life balance then? What allows you, and what are the boundaries between working and enjoying life. And is there a time frame on it? And and so my my brain just kind of started thinking about how we approach work. And like I said, I am a hard worker. I like working. I'm not afraid to sit at my computer for 14 hours and do what needs to get done to get done. But I am no longer willing to sit at my computer for 14 hours for 6,800 days in a row and not take a break. I am not willing to miss opportunities to go on vacations with my friends and my family or to experience new places. I'm not willing to give that up anymore. And so I'm getting ready to travel in July and And I feel so excited about it. And in the past, I've always felt so much dread around vacations because there's always been a seed in the back of my mind of what am I going to miss out on? And I think I may have shared this before um, in an episode towards the beginning of, of when Irrepressible launched, but that thought wasn't for nothing. Every time I booked a commercial uh any sort of role got a job interview uh somebody wanted to direct hire me for something i was out of town i was in san diego i was in colorado i was in santa barbara i was in san francisco every single time that a job opportunity came up for me i was out of town and so of course that reinforced in my head when you leave town you miss opportunities and some of them worked out where I did end up getting to do it because the shoot dates were later or whatever. But there were a handful that was like, hey, they want to direct book you for tomorrow. There wasn't a flight I could get on, you know, like, and I missed I missed those opportunities. And I also had, you know, and it was also the people around me, my manager, my agents at the time constantly said, don't book out, don't book out. And for anyone not in, in the entertainment industry, booking out is saying, hey, I'm going to be out of town or I'm unavailable for these dates this month, so don't send me an audition. Don't book me for anything. I'm unavailable. They don't like when you do that because you miss out on jobs and they also miss out on their commission. At the end of the, At the end of the day, this is a business for everyone and I totally understand that. But I was willing to sacrifice everything. For something that I didn't know was gonna happen and didn't. Every time I said no to Paris, New York, Zion, Yosemite, whatever, nothing happened. I didn't book things those weeks, I didn't have job opportunities suddenly pop up. And so when I look back, I think about how I'm willing to take the chance now and the risk of saying, I would rather at least have one experience than no experiences. So I'm traveling. I'm going to the places where people have invited me, where I want to see, places I want to go to, places I want to visit because I don't want to look back over my life and feel like I didn't experience it. When I look back at the past 10 years of my life, I experienced a lot of hard work and very few trips. I had a hard time saying yes to to going to Coachella. And Coachella for me was like an insane experience because it was completely free, which I know most people can't say that that's their experience with Coachella, but I had a completely free trip. I had a place to stay. I had tickets. Everything was covered. And I still questioned if I should go or not. Ultimately, I went and I'm so glad that I did. It was the last Coachella before um, COVID hit. And I'm so glad I have those memories and that I experienced it the way that I did. And I still look back and I'm like, I was still questioning if I should have gone. It's a wild trip. And I think so many of us. Get suckered into saying, Yes, I'm available for this part of work. Yes, I can work long hours. Yes, I can work weekends. Where does it end? Where are the boundaries? And what should the boundaries be? The boundaries are different for everyone. The reason I wanted to make this an episode was because I hope that with whatever boundaries you're making, you are considering what makes you feel fulfilled. We all have an obligation to work. We all have to make money to pay our bills and do the things. And I understand that. And I understand you can't say yes to absolutely everything. But I think you should say yes when you can. So that you don't look back and have regrets on how many trips and memories or parties or, Family celebrations that you missed out on because you were worried about work. I saw a quote and it said, No one on their deathbed has ever said, I wish I worked harder. Everybody has always said, I wish I spent more time with my family, with my friends, told people I loved them more. Those things, the memories that you take with you. I feel like I don't have enough memories of fun experiences because of decisions I made. I wish I could go back and tell myself it's okay to live your life. You're not being punished for saying yes to experiences. And it took me way too long to realize that and to go back to what Emma Greed was saying about I don't want an employee who wants a work life balance. I think what she's really trying to say is I don't want someone who's more concerned with only living life and not working hard. There's two ends to the spectrum where you say yes to everything, every party, every event, every vacation, every trip, and then you're not putting in the work you want. In your career. And it goes both ways. It goes both ways. I also understand as seeing my parents who own small businesses dealing with employees who chose trips, parties, vacations over coming into work and how that affected them as business owners. There is a balance and there's a way to be respectful when you work for someone to. Be fully committed while you're there at work. But when you're off work, you're also off work. And people have to respect those boundaries. And those are boundaries you set for yourself in saying, hey, I'm taking this vacation, but I also don't take vacations every single month. I'm going to Africa and I'm excited. And while I'm there, I'm unavailable. And then you go to Africa and you enjoy your trip And you come back with memories and then you work hard again. I think it comes back to being present. When you're working, you're focused on work. When you're on travel, you're focused on travel and the people you're around and being present. It's so easy to look one way or the other and not... Totally be present and committed to whatever you're doing. I think when you are at work, you should be committed to the work that you're doing. And when you're traveling, you should be committed to the experience that you're having. I, I wasn't doing that. If I was on vacation every second, I was wondering what I was missing out on. I had FOMO, but it was FOMO of like work, not FOMO of, oh my God, everybody went to this party this weekend. I could have cared less about the parties. I wanted to work. But now I really understand finding ways to work hard and still enjoy your life. The last major vacation I took was in 2015. It was six years ago. No one should be working their life away. And I know things are a little different right now with travel and and COVID and dealing with all that. But I really just wanted to share this as like food for thought with questions you can ask yourself of, how am I living my life? Am I enjoying what I'm doing? Am I enjoying my approach to life? And if not, if the answer to either of those questions is no, how can you change it so that you are? My grandfather is 91 years old and he has so many stories of experiences that he has had. And some of them are work related, but some of them are just fun stories of growing up or trips they took or little adventures they went on. And I want my life to be like that. I want to look back on my life. And have memories of fun trips, of fun experiences, of a random getaway. I don't want to look back and think, yeah, I sat in front of my computer my entire life. Ugh. The thought of that is just so depressing. So while I'm gone, I plan to fully be gone and enjoy myself and take pictures and have memories and moments and. Just remember things because I was present and not because I was so worried about what I was missing in work. And as far as the vacations go, I will let you know I'm going to a couple places in Colorado. I have a wedding and then I'm going to Chicago. And I've never been to Chicago and I am very excited to go. So. I will keep you updated and let you know how everything goes. And it feels good to have a new perspective on just enjoying life because I don't think we were all doing it enough before this. I think, I really think that the slowing down, as tough as it was for so many people, I don't discount that for a second, but I also think it was so good for us to take a second and have a second to reevaluate our lives. So I hope you can reevaluate your approach to a work-life balance and whatever that looks like for you. And because, you know, time is all we've got. So I hope you enjoy it. Have a wonderful week. I'll see you guys next week.